This is the Pubcast. I'm John Loomer, and today we'll be taking a deeper dive into Meta Advantage. Pop a bottle. Let's do it. Oh, yeah, here we go. Okay, full Pubcast day. Makes it Friday. Means I've got a beer. Fizzing. You hear that? Do you hear that? I don't know. Maybe not. Um, I am running out of beer in my house. I know you, because of the Pubcast, you probably all think I just have this stocked fridge. I've had the same beer sitting there for months, just waiting, waiting for a Pubcast. Uh, this is my last longboard island lager. I need to refill badly. Um, so that's what I'm drinking today. Cheers to you. Bottoms up. So a couple of days ago, I published a pubcast shot. Uh, it's about Meta Advantage. And it was a brief, okay, this is what it is. This is what Facebook announced. Uh, I've got my questions about this. I got my doubts. But, you know, we squeezed it into three or four minutes or whatever it was. And it just felt like something that needed to be expanded upon. Because absolutely... I have my concerns and have my doubts about what this means regarding the future of, can I say it, meta advertising? I just, it's so hard. It really is. Can I go on this tangent? It really has nothing to do with, like, forgetting that it's meta. I just think it sounds stupid. And and it's one thing to change, (laughs) and I'm really going on a tangent. It's one thing to change a name. Because the core business changed. It's another to change a name just because, just because. And honestly, that's actually pretty closely tied to some of the stuff we're going to talk about today. Wouldn't you know it? So, yeah, this, so basically this announcement um, was that it's like a repackaging, a refocusing, renaming of automation tools and products and and again because everything's about umbrellas and stuff underneath it the umbrella being meta advantage okay and meta advantage is being split into two product lines advantage features and advantage plus products and i gotta tell you as much as they're trying to simplify things, uh, the, right there, that that's confusing to me. Like, why is this two separate section, like two two separate groups? Um, because some of the stuff that falls under Meta Advantage, or uh, excuse me, Advantage Plus products, I f- yeah, exactly. I can't even keep it straight. I feel like it should be under Advantage. This is the same kind of issue we talked about last week. Like, I almost feel like this is partly in response to those kinds of issues where everything sounds the same. Oh, man. So anyway, can I get it straight? Advantage features, which are for campaign enhancement and Advantage Plus products. For now, and as I said a couple days ago, all I can see in this is, is for now, is rebranding. But what I think might also be there is a change... With, regarding future plans and how advertising is going to work. All right. So I'm going to get a drink and then we're going to dive into 
the first of these two new product lines. Cheers. All right, first up, sorry, I should have uh, dug into this a little bit more before because I really want to have, provide more detail here. Facebook, I want to explain what Meta says Meta Advantage Suite is all about, okay? So ultimately, Meta Advantage aims to provide advertisers with better optimization, personalization, and efficiency. Now, that sounds really general, right? Like better optimization, uh, okay. Um, I mean, I think that's always been one of the priorities of Facebook ads is, you know, maybe even like one of the benefits is that the optimization should be pretty good. Uh, personalization, you know, this has always been the kind of benefit of, say, uh, dynamic product ads or dynamic ads, um, matching the right people with the right ad at the right time. I mean, that doesn't feel, and, and you know, as we've heard about um, in like last week's um, podcast where I talked about all these, you know, dynamic features, a lot of them are related to personalizing, you know, what Facebook believes a user is most likely to respond to. So they'll move around text or they'll show, turn an, an image into a video, make something into a story, like all these automated things. In term, that's, that's kind of the personalization side. So that's not necessarily new. And then efficiency, you know, saving time and effort on campaigns. And honestly, that's the one that worries me the most is that word. Um, again, I'll, I'll get to, to more later, but basically it means automating more things, right? And that seems to be where Facebook has really been pushing people lately, all right? So now we got that out of the way. Now I'm going to have my drink, and then we'll talk about Meta Advantage products. Cheers. All right, so this let me explain, define what Facebook says about Meta Advantage products. Meta Advantage products are designed to optimize for desired outcomes and sustain those improved results over time at the lowest cost and effort. Key products where advertisers are already seeing these benefits include Advantage Lookalikes and Advantage Detailed Targeting, currently known as Lookalike Expansion and Detailed Targeting Expansion. So, but let's let's talk about what they are. So. Advantage Lookalike, formerly known as Lookalike Expansion. Again, I'll, I'll first kind of read what, what Facebook says here. I'm going to say Facebook, sorry. It allows Meta's system to reach a broader set of people than those defined in the advertiser's lookalike audience. For example, if Advantage Lookalikes identifies that better performance may be achieved outside the defined lookalike size, we may expand the audience to take advantage of that opportunity goes on to say, studies show using advantage lookalikes can improve cost per action when compared to using lookalike targeting only. For example, website or mobile customer audience seeds saw a 17.3% increase in median CPA, um, while customer list customer audiences saw seeds, seeds again, the, the lookalikes based on those, saw a 10.1% decrease. 
Yeah, I don't know if I said increase or decrease for the first one. It's, it obviously makes more sense that it's a decrease in both cases. So lookalike expansion or advantage lookalike, um, the way it's supposed to work in theory sounds great, right? So you've got your lookalike audience. A lot of people are like, oh, should I use 1% or 3% or 5% or 10%? And a whole lot goes into that decision. You know, what's, what size is the audience? Because what, what size countries are you working off of? Um, I've always thought it makes total sense to, to go with 1% or at least start there. And basically what this tells me, if it works appropriately, is you should, you should use a lookalike audience with a 1% based on a 1%. Um, basically, it's uh, the top 1% of people most like your seed audience, right? And then if Facebook needs to, they will expand to 2%, 3%, 5%, 10% if necessary to get better results. Here, though, is my issue with advantage look like or look like expansion. And it's very similar to the issue I have with um, targeting expansion, which we'll get to in a, in a second, is that sounds great in theory. We never really know if or when targeting expansion goes into effect. So what I mean by that is, yes, we know that it's on in some cases, right? But that doesn't automatically, again, if you read it, the way Facebook defines it, it the, the audience won't necessarily expand. The percentage won't necessarily expand. So when did it? We don't know. How much did it expand? We don't know. How many of my conversions came as a result of that expansion? We don't know. What was my cost per conversion for those situations where, where I, I reached somebody, reached people who were outside of that initial percentage that I said to target? We don't know. So my issue isn't with advantage look like or look like expansion, whatever you want to call it. My issue is with not knowing, not being able to verify whether it's actually working. So I'd like to say that you could split test the effectiveness of lookalike audiences. The problem is lookalike expansion is automatically enabled for new duplicated or draft campaigns and ad sets with lookalike audiences crave for conversion, value, or app event optimization. So if you want to do any of those things, it's just automatically on. You can't compare results. So does it work? Hell if I know, right? And the same goes, I mean, it's almost like I'm repeating myself when we're talking about advantage detailed targeting. Similar situation. It used to be detailed targeting expansion. All this is is a rebranding to advantage detailed targeting. Uses an advertiser's targeting preferences, such as interests, as a guideline to find additional audiences. If advantage detailed targeting finds better performance opportunities outside your detailed audience, or defined audience, the product makes dynamic updates to attempt to optimize those performance opportunities by expanding your audience. Internal meta lift studies showed advantage detail targeting had a 37% lower median cost per incremental conversion than when not used. 
once again, sounds great. It won't expand unless, so if Facebook thinks it can find better performance opportunities outside your defined audience. We don't know how much your audience was expanded. We don't know when your audience was expanded. We don't know the, the cost per action for the expanded audience versus the original audience you told Facebook to use. And we can't split test it because it's automatically on for conversions campaigns. Do you get my frustration? Now, the other thing, so these are the only two things Facebook is telling us about at the moment for this Advantage products right now, whatever this is, right? And so apparently there's more coming. Don't really know what they are. Um, but I assume it's going to fall in line with this type of approach where it's automated. It is basically saying, uh, I know you told us to do that one thing, but we're going to do something else. And they're probably going to keep it behind the curtain where we don't really know how effective it was. I tend to defend these two features to a point because I think a lot of people assume it means that your audience is immediately enormous. I don't interpret this to mean that. I interpret it to mean that they should only expand if you'll get better results by doing it, except there, there is nothing to prove that. And that's the hard part. So that's the Advantage products. Let's talk about Advantage Plus here in just a second. Cheers. All right, so here's what we got under Advantage Plus. And there's actually something missing, which I find kind of interesting. So first up, Advantage Plus app campaigns, currently known as automated app ads. So that simplifies app install campaign creation and uh, allows you to drive performance for app advertisers by using real-time learnings to adjust ads across audience placements and creative. Meta's internal test showed that automated app ads saw a median 6% lower cost per install and a median 9% lower cost per install than a manual app install campaign setup. You can still do an app install, manual app install setup. Now, I don't, I don't run app ads, but that, that's my understanding. So I don't see this as necessarily being a huge deal because you still have that option, right? <laughs> this is where I get, honestly, I just, it just gets funny to me. Advantage Plus placements, currently known as automatic placements, which has been around for freaking ever, finds the most effective placements at a given, uh, for a given ad, providing further opportunities for advertisers to maximize performance. Showing your ads across six or more placements, like on Facebook Marketplace, Instagram Stories, Reels, gives our system more flexibility, control costs, etc. Now, I'm not going to read any more than that. You know what automatic automated uh, automatic placements are so you know what advantage plus placements are this is just a renaming not all that interesting since you have the ability to use manual placements i'm okay with this for now because there absolutely are times when automatic placements doesn't make sense so yes if you're optimizing for conversion and if Facebook doesn't get those conversions, your, your budget will be moved accordingly. You're not going to get a bunch of fluff purchases, right? They're all purchases. Great. But if you're optimizing for engagement or clicks or something like that, guess what can happen? If you've used Audience Network, you've probably seen it at some point. 
Facebook sees, whoa, wait a minute, we're getting a bunch of clicks from audience network placement. Let's start sending a whole bunch of your budget there instead. Um, accidental clicks happen a lot. Click fraud as well happens a lot. You might get reimbursed. Who cares? Happens. You can't turn it off. Well, if you use automatic placements, you can't turn it off. Obviously, you could use manual placements, at least for now. Advantage Plus Creative, currently known as Dynamic Experiences, is something that I've talked about before. It bundles a set of creative optimizations into a convenient single entry point for ease of use, which can improve ad performance. A recent meta study showed 3% lower CPA when using Dynamic Experiences. Not all that big of a deal, but... So it allows you to automatically optimize creatives and campaigns, optimizing for link clicks, landing page views, and offsite conversions. So it automatically makes these adjustments to your creatives. Part of this I'm actually confused about, and we'll see where this goes. Like, So Facebook is pulling dynamic creatives into this. Why not dynamic, or excuse me, dynamic experiences? Sheesh. But why not dynamic creative? Why not, why not dynamic formats and creative? Why not multiple text options? Why not multiple... Oh, geez. There, there's, a, uh, there's so many of them right now. I covered seven of them last week. So I'm not real sure why just dynamic experiences, but there you go. But right now, at least, you have the option of turning it on or not. Hold up. Real quick, I want to invite you to my exclusive Power Hitters Club Elite community. Go to johnlimmer.com slash phc elite. You'll get access to a private Facebook group. I host weekly strategy sessions every Tuesday. I host weekly webinars to keep you updated every Wednesday. You get access to my entire training library. You even get discounts if you ever want to have a one-on-one with me. Just go to johnlimmer.com slash phc elite to join or learn more. And then coming soon, um, not a lot of details here, Advantage Plus shopping campaigns, currently known as automated shopping ads. So again, it's coming soon. So I don't believe they're talking about dynamic ads here. Okay. Um, And again, it's really kind of general the way Facebook describes it. But, um, you know, minimal effort, minimal management, by optimizing across multiple campaign levers, which include creative, targeting, placements, and budget. So um, I know some people are testing it. Uh, apparently, it's going to be rolled out by the end of the year. So yeah, it wouldn't be dynamic product ads or dynamic ads because that's been around forever. So what's missing from this, which I find kind of interesting, is Advantage Plus, the Advantage Plus campaign creation. I, we've talked about that before. And it's something that looks like a big deal when you're creating a conversions campaign. Uh, you're, you're, again, some people have it. Most people don't. Uh, you can either, either use this streamlined proven setup with Advantage Plus or manually set up your campaign as you normally would. And basically what happens is there, all this means there's no special functionality at all with Advantage Plus campaign creation unless something changes in the future. So you're using a specific campaign objective. The bid strategy is automatically lowest cost. You can't change it. Dynamic creative, automatically on, can't turn it off. Placements, 
I guess, what is that, Advantage Plus placements now? Automatically on, can't turn it off. Automatically optimizing for conversions, automatically using attribution of seven-day click, one-day view, can't change it. That's what Advantage Plus campaign creation is. Does that sound particularly special to you? Because uh, it doesn't to me. It just sounds like the boost button for ads manager when you're creating a convergence campaign. Say, hey, Facebook's like, Ugh, you're not smart enough to do this, guy. Just let me save you from yourself so you can't make these changes. We know what's best for you. right? So anyway, that's essentially meta advantage in a nutshell. Now, after this drink, I want to talk about what I'm worried about. Glug, glug, glug. So first up, um, none of these developments are all that interesting because it's almost all renaming other than the one Advantage Plus shopping campaigns, which is coming soon. Um, but what worries me is this leaning on the automation, um, the taking away of control. Oh, what was the wording again that... that bothered me at the beginning the efficiency right saving time and effort on campaigns freeing you up for strategic big picture work this is all about facebook doing things automatically and uh taking that off your plate here's my feeling on that and this is my concern i agree that generally facebook does a pretty good job of optimization for a purchase for example but where I struggle over and over and over again with optimization is when you're talking about anything else. It's talking about driving traffic to your website, talking about engagement, talking about video views. So much of that is garbage. You optimize for landing page views, guess what? You can get a whole bunch of three-second clicks that don't mean anything because Facebook can get them cheaply, and they think that's all you want. And... And if you can't change the placements, there are probably going to be specific placements that are especially prone to send you low-quality traffic. And you're going to get a ton of budget going to those places, like Audience Network. You optimize for engagement. doesn't matter what kind of engagement. You can't define quality engagement. Facebook's going to give you a whole bunch of people who are just commenting that they hate your ad, that they hate Facebook ads. They're going to give you the little angry emoji because they didn't want to see your ad. This was something exactly like what I saw. It actually was for traffic type of optimization. And um, went broad. I was like, okay, Facebook, give me some great results. And super technical blog posts. So even though I used, you know, what kind of broad, I was like, you know what? Facebook knows what they're doing. At least they say they do. Um, send me some relevant traffic. Right? What do I get? Oh, I got lots of engagement. I got lots of traffic, just low quality traffic. I got all kinds of people commenting that, about how they hate Facebook ads, which makes no sense since the entire blog post I was sending people to was all about the you know super technical aspect of creating ads. It's just ridiculous. That's what I worry about. How Facebook is terrible with some of this autom automation and optimization and taking control out of my hands in some cases. So until you fix that, until you allow me to add a, a quality element, you know how with uh, 
with purchases, for example, conversions, you can optimize for value. You can optimize for um, uh, minimum return on ad spend. You know how with Facebook lead ads, you can optimize for conversion leads. That's a way of focusing on a quality element. That does not exist for anything else. And if you're going to take that control out of my hands, what's going to happen is I'm going to get all kinds of results that Facebook thinks is are good, but they're garbage because quality isn't a consideration. And that's a problem. So even though Meta Advantage really isn't anything yet, all it is is a rebranding and a repurposing, I am worried. I'm worried about the long-term impact of this unless something changes quick. I'm worried that like when it comes to advantage lookalikes or advantage interest, whatever they're calling it, I don't even know what they're calling it. Um, Like with that, it's going to be automatically turned on and it's going to run sometimes because it's not going to run sometimes. We're not going to know what the impact was. We're just told to trust it. And that's where I run into these issues that more and more um, with these automations and the less control, there's also less view into what is actually happening. And I, as a result, have less trust that is working the way I want it to. Let's wrap this baby up. Now, on one hand, Facebook has all the data in the world. They've got some of the best engineers in the world working on these products. And if anyone can create a more efficient, automated campaign creation process that works, that takes control out of my hands and allows me to just sit back and reap the rewards, I think Facebook slash Meta can do it. However, there are too many questions right now. Okay? Too many, uh, too much evidence that's, that says that they can't do this well yet. Now, I guess the, I, I don't want to speak too soon because obviously all this is is rebranding right now. And maybe there are going to be all kinds of great products coming. But my concern is the future of this means, okay, going forward, automatic placements automatically on, can't turn it off. Okay, going forward, advanced or advantage detailed targeting and advantage look like always on no matter what the objective, can't turn it off. Okay, everything that's happening with um, advantage plus campaign creation where all those defaults are turned on, you can't turn them off. So what? Can't do it. So that's my concern. I'd love to hear what you think. And if there's anyone at Facebook who knows some st- meta, who knows some stuff about what's happening here, if I'm misguided on any of this, I'd love to hear it. Um, drop me a line, info at johnloomer.com. You know where to find me on Facebook and Twitter. Um, but just in general, give me a shot. I'd love to hear what you think too. So thanks again for joining me today. Until next time, do awesome things. I'm out. Mm-hmm.